We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. As you can see, we back at the crib on the plush leathers. <laughs> Feels good to be back home after the trip to DC. Got a special guest today, McDonald's All-American. Took his talents to UNC where he led him to a national championship in 2005. Solid NBA career. A little bit. A little premature in my opinion. We're going to get into that. But balled overseas. Big three won a chip with an MVP over there too as absolutely, well, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we <know>. got the <laughs> legend, Rashad McCants in the building. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Before we get to the interview, we got to just start with the fit. You came in here decked out with the crown, with the Kobe jacket, with the matching Kobe shoes. We're going to do it. We're going to really let y'all see. Oh, man. This, is, this is what makes him legendary, bro. you always going to remember him. I'm telling you. Where you get the crown now? I got to ask first, though. It's a story, man. It's a good story. Um, we was in Vegas after the Big Three championship. Right? Okay. And uh, me and my homeboy, we was at the Dre's nightclub. Somebody left one of those little party city crowns in the booth, right? And I just kind of picked it up. I put it on. Walking through the casino, everybody's saying something. This is your birthday, all that. And I'm like, you know, whatever. Got in the Uber, asked the Uber driver, what if I had a real one like this? Would I look crazy? She's like, no, you actually look cool. And I looked them shit so right then and there, man. <laughs> and I ordered one, and I put it on, man, and then it fit. It fit. It fit my soul, man. It fit everything about me, man. So it's like, I got a red. And ain't nobody else doing it. Can't nobody else pull it off. So I'm like, let me let me do it. You're right, because no one like like that's the best part about you. Like, you just have this whole different. It's a whole different demeanor that nobody. It's just like you know, like when you see someone doing something and you're like, they only have they only have the swag to do it. Everybody else will look goofy. And I know people want to say something about it, but then again, it's me. Like, for years, it's been, like, against the grain. I've always been against the grain. But, like, to, to wear the crown after winning the championship, undefeated, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Winning, the, you know, hitting the game when it was only fitting. It was like, until y'all knock me off the crown, you know what I'm saying? It's mine. Yeah. I'm aware. I'm going I'm I'm to stir some shit up. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I like doing that, You too. came in with the mask, too, right? See, that's what it was. That's... That's that's the only reason, like, back then the big three started off. Like, when you was coming with the mask, I was like, that's, damn, why did I not think of that, man? That's some I would have came into the season with a mask man. on, at the, at, the, at the point then, it was like, 
we already won. So it wasn't really no crazy motivation to go like back to back or nothing like that. I wanted everybody to feel what it felt like to like kind of revitalize that playing spirit, mm -hmm. win, win something, you know, be about something. So the second year for me was about entertaining, mm -hmm. bringing more fans in, bringing guys like mm -hmm. you and Nate and them to want to play in it. So it was like, we have to give some type of entertainment value. Mm -hmm. And that was like, all right, I'm gonna wear the mask. We could promote ourselves any way yeah. we want to on this platform. Mm -hmm. I wanted more guys to understand that, like, you don't have to be so dry, you know what I'm saying? Be a character, mm -hmm. come out, create some type of brand for yourself. And I think I, I did that when mm -hmm. I was there, when I, when I kind of amplified who could come in and watch us play, who was interested. Now everybody playing harder, because mm -hmm. it's an insult if a nigga yeah. come out here with a mask on. Like, yes. you know, Nate was insulting, <laughs> you know? But I came out here to insult you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna wear the crown every single game <laughs> in the lobby while I'm eating. You're gonna be reminded every time that you can't beat me until you beat me, right? So I like to stir the pot. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts about going full, coming to America, get the little flower girls with you to, to drop the rose petals on your joint wherever you are? Oh, I'm waiting on that. Okay. I mean, we gotta get, we leveling up. <laughs> we leveling, leveling up. up. We, we trying to level up. up. You know what I'm saying? We gotta start somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Come up here, kick it with Gil. Hopefully mm -hmm. the flower girls was watching. You feel me? So, I mean, we were gonna have to go debate. I mean, I think it's pretty evident who you rocking with. So I wanna ask you, when you look at this GO conversation, is there any player currently who even has a chance or a potential to get to that level, get into that debate? Man, oh, hell yeah. Who you think? Yeah, uh, Ja, 100%. Ooh, okay. Um, Luca. Um, you gotta kinda say Giannis, just because of the size. It ain't no so much the skill set, it's kinda like, where the game has evolved to. Mm -hmm. So he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys. You got Durant who all you know always gonna be there. But I like to break the game down more than when you talk about GOATs. Mm -hmm. People ask me who's the hardest person you ever had to guard. Yeah. I say Gilbert Arenas. Mm -hmm. And they say, Really? And I'm like, he's a GOAT. And my and when I look at GOATs, it's people who you could not stop. They had to stop themselves. AI, mm. Tracy, Vince, like the people who were just dominant in their skill set, didn't have to really go in there and hone their skills and be in the gym, be in the gym, just show up like Booby Miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those were goats to me. These are guys who could go out there and try anything and they look good, you know, and, and, and still play the game and know the game. So my goats are always gonna be different when it comes to that, like, you know, the Kobe's, the Gilberts, the Paul Pierce's, you know, um, Hakeem Olajuwon's, yeah. you know, people who got the skill set to back up the talk. So you know what's so funny? When, when you look at media picks versus player picks, always different, right? Because the players are the ones that's actually guarding each other. So when you hear people say different names, the people look at stats and be like, mm. those stats ain't what, <laughs> what you need to be looking at. It's like how you have to guard this person, how we had to prepare for this person. So I remember, um, you remember that year, not taking anything away from Curry's first MVP. Players voted James Harden, mm -hmm. right? So they said because James Harden was actually harder to guard that year, plus the White Howard was done. 
he had to carry the team and they were still second in the West with nobody on his team. That's the MVP. Yeah. But they gave it to Curry, who had like five games, he was five games better. But it was one of those things where if you look at the players versus the media, it's, it's totally different. Man, I love that conversation because you, you get a lot of the loud mouths that don't play that side with the stat side because mm -hmm. you don't know how, to, how hard it is to guard a Gilbert. You don't know how hard it is to guard a, a Luca or a Ja by yourself mm -hmm. on the island. And that's why I say when we were playing, the schemes that were set, the counters that had to be measured, it was harder to guard guys because we were playing team ball, but also depending on our best defender. Mm -hmm. And when you're a good offensive player, you look through everybody. Yep. So it ain't even like, <laughs> you're not even thinking of no scheme. You're thinking where I'm gonna get my shot. Right. And so you look at the game today and it's like, it's more open. Guys can do what they wanna do and go where they wanna go. They don't know how to defend it yep. because it's a, coach's, it's a coach's league still. But it's turning and becoming a player's league where the players can open up the floor. The big men can now shoot threes. The guards need to start posting up mm -hmm. more because it'll open their games up. Um, but it's, it's, it's where the players can dictate where they want the one-on-one -on -one and the ISO to be. And now you need players coaching those players. Mm -hmm. Coaches can't coach those because it's a, it's a dinosaur game. Yeah. People don't really, ah, that's, that is a great, you need these, <laughs> and it's, 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 there's no offense against some of these older coaches. We hated right? to play ball like that. They, Think about it. Like it's, 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 it's a, it's a clash right now because we clash. Yes. Against those same coaches. <laughs> we didn't want to do that. Right? We want to hoop. So now you have hoopers yep. in the league now. You got to remember when, when you're talking about when we played, that four-man and that three-man was usually designed for damn near defense. Yes, yes. You got to remember, your Bruce yes. Bowens, mm -hmm. was it um, Avery, was it Avery Ivory, the guard from uh, um, Atlanta? Uh, um, or Roy Ivory. They put him in yep. for four or five yep. minutes, yep. right? You can't do that in today's game. Those boost boys are like they try. Those, those old school coaches are trying it, and you wonder why your player, 35 minutes, four points, getting mollywhopped. You're <laughs> off because the person he's guarding is trying to go for 30. Man. So you got 30 versus this four. Man. Right? And he played great defense, right? So it's like you need the generation that just left to go back and coach these kids. Yep. But if you look at all the players' coaches, the Willie Greens and all of them, mm -hmm. they're succeeding because they understand this game. Them, old, them, them older coaches, y'all are out. It's outdated. It's like, like even like somebody like um, who was a great coach was it uh, Avery Johnson? Yeah, it's like having him coach right now, like that. Wayne Casey, in Detroit, so old ass out of here. The game moved. The game has moved two decades from them, but they're still. They're holding the players back. Right. The ones that are need to be thriving should be playing fast-paced ball or being held back because they're still trying to play college structured ball mm -hmm. where you run and run a play. And like we, we already see there's a rift between Jason Kidd and Luca because Jason Kidd is still a fossilized coach, but he's a player, mm -hmm. but he knows that Luca holds the ball too much, mm -hmm. right? He's not doing enough passing to get guys open well mm -hmm. he has to pass because he ain't open mm -hmm. right and so you look at these other coaches who are fossilizing they're forcing this the stagnant movement guards be in the corners 
Y'all do the one-on-one -on -one pick and roll <laughs> until somebody switch off. Then we're going to get a random shot, and we're going to get back on defense. <laughs> like, that's, that's weakened. But the teams that you see that are exciting, they moving the ball, they shooting the ball fast, they just going. They playing like we play in the summertime. Yep. And that's the, game, that's, the, that's the kind of game we grew up playing anyway. So have you ever seen Ben Simmons in the summer? Going crazy. What? <laughs> going crazy. See, when, when, when I defend him, I'm like, yo, if do y'all understand how good this man is when, when he's free? Yep. He, he actually he shoots jumpers. He, he, he shoots, shoots, he shoots <laughs> jumpers. He that shit be going in. You be like, Ben, you got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's one of those things where it's like, yo, the reason we see greatness. Like, I remember we watched summer basketball. Right, we watch who has it. Like, like there's some superstars that's scared of what we call mediocre players Ooh. in the NBA. What Ooh, NBA yes. consider mediocre, a superstar in today's game will be scared of this mediocre player at UCLA. Oh, for sure. When there's no coaching, then no, no, there's a when restraints and restraints <laughs> on them. Like, yeah, these dudes play free. You would never know he's a you, killer. You would yeah. never know. But that, that was even like we were coming up. I'm sure we all know dudes who could have went to the league and for whatever it may be, they couldn't, they couldn't just hang in a coach's system or deal with that bullshit mm -hmm. that comes with it. I think that's what a lot of people who don't understand, like that side of it. When you see dudes playing free in the summer and getting to do whatever they want, now you get on a team and coach is like, you can't do that shit. You yeah, can't do that. Like, but that's, but th that, what are you not seeing? That's, that's, what are you not, if this is what he's doing mm -hmm. and when he's with you, this is how he plays, who it that's your issue, coach? Yes. <laughs> yes. If he's a 99 in this type of system, Come on, and he's a 64 in yours, Come on, man. what are you doing? Come on. James Wiseman? How the hell is James Wiseman in the G League when he could be out here playing 99, running up and down with Steph Curry? A Warriors question. I'm sure Warriors it was the funniest. It's, it's just, but but he, it's how a coach can hide a player because, like you said, if you're a bad coach, he's 99 playing out here against the top mm -hmm. guys. Like, it's all-star weekend at UCLA yeah, every yeah. summer. It's like, <laughs> if you thrive in there, because guys ain't just letting you, like, who, like it's deep. They playing. Deep, Rico yeah. not going to let you out here just to yeah. be out here. Yeah. Man, you playing. And if you can thrive at UCLA, we know you're going to be an all-star. You next up. We like, oh, yeah, that's, that's him. Yeah, that's him. That's him. But, hey, the run didn't always used to be like that, and that's what I really credit Rico for. He was my college teammate at UCLA, but he really brought some organization to it. And there got a point where it got sloppy. Dudes were just showing up to get a sweat and stop giving a f But now he has these dudes locked in, and literally they know they got the cameras in there. Now if you get embarrassed, like, it's yeah, going on it, the internet. Everyone sees it. It's going on the internet. <sighs> but there's, there's also things like this. A great coach might be a great guard coach. Yeah. Horrible big man coach. Absolutely. Great big man coach, horrible guard coach. Great wing coach. You know, so it's, it's we, people don't think about that. Like, you have to look at what type of a system a player, uh, a, a coach's runs to understand. Like, Golden State, we see one, two, three, they're goats. So. <laughs> Draymond Green finds his way to be great, but they've never been great at the four or five. In a sense where they've never, their four or five has never been a dominant position where we're going to get 20, yep. 20 points, 15 points out of this. No, it's, it's made for them that one, two, three. Yep. That one, two, y'all are getting that baby. You know what I mean? But that's, that's some offenses now.
I like I like those offenses compared to the ones that stagnate and, and hold the ball, mm-hmm. right? Because we're so used to seeing the game being played the way the right way. Mm-hmm. We say play the game the right way, but then we want to see an evolution of the game too. Mm-hmm. But keep the discipline. Yep. Keep the discipline. You're gonna be a chuck. You gotta make them shots if you're gonna be a chuck, right? <laughs> but if you're not, you gotta show us you know the game. Mm-hmm. Show us you could play the game and not be selfish. But break the offense and make something happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We like those those those. Uh, I call them the 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 master ballers. Like you know, in game crunch time, you a gamer, mm-hmm. a master ball. We uh, Gil got it. Yeah. We yeah. know he gonna do something yeah. to either get his shot off or get somebody open. That's a gamer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and the last five minutes. We, we, we mistake a lot of like credit to certain guys for what they do based on stats instead of being a, a player, a hooper, and a gamer. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. So we talk about bigs now being able to, to handle and do these things. Obviously, I don't know if you've seen Wimby ball at all. Mm-hmm. What do you think his ceiling can be in the NBA? I know everybody's super excited, but for actual hoopers that understand this game and seeing what he's doing, how do you think that's going to translate into the NBA game? If we just watch Bobo, we'll be able to see what he's going to do. Yeah. I think Bobo is one of the greatest I've ever seen at that size and seeing him since high school. So to see another one of him that's a little bit smoother mm-hmm. and shoot that thing a little bit more, you know, automatic, that's yeah. Scary, scary hours. They creating players somewhere. You know the funny thing about Bobo is, as impressive as he is, we can't be impressed because we already knew that. Yep. <laughs> Some of us did. I'm no, saying, but a lot of people were, since high school. A lot of people were hating on Bo. I'm, you know, they were hating. On, so they're hating on Bo. Bo. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the were they watching. It was no, 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 no. <laughs> no one's ever questioned his game. It was him. You got to remember. You're sitting what seven two seven three? Lazy as hell. Lazy as hell. Lazy as hell. I don't want to. I don't need to work I'm out. Cool, I'm man. cool, And that's what ended up happening. So you're talking about a kid who was literally supposed to be top five. Man, better than everybody. He was. He was. Yeah, but, I mean, he had the foot injury at Oregon that, that made him drop to the second round. But there was no. There's no way he should have been a second round pick. It's bull ball. But so they just used it. Foot or not, they just used his demeanor 
towards the process, yep. right? The process of, I don't want to, I don't need to work out for you guys. So that's what I was hearing he was doing a lot. He didn't want to work out for certain groups. He didn't want to practice. He didn't want to train. So now watching him, I think what happened was, that, yep, turned that, <laughs> that heat on on his ass and went to the D league and do that. He's down there like, man, they not even looking at me. I'm still, I still can't come up there. Yeah. Then he get with the Orlando Magic with with Pablo Boy. He look good out yeah, there. Yeah, he look, he do. I mean, it's, it's refreshing to see because a lot of people like ourselves were big on Bobo, kind of got that hate. Not a lot of people are shutting up, changing their tune, deleting a lot of tweets. I'm seeing it in real life happening. Because <laughs> I used to, I used to ro- roll with Bobo. I'm like, are you crazy? What? They're just like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm looking at this dude, what he's mm-hmm. doing at 7 2. And to your point, he may he not the screamer, yeller, whatever. He may not look like he, he care, mm-hmm. but shit, when I see him push that ball up the court and shoot threes and do all that other shit, like, this man cares. Now, now it, makes, it makes us wonder Denver. I was just thinking of that. <laughs> n- now him, Jokic. MP through MP. What was y'all thinking? And uh, Murray. What? What? Huh? Y'all gave him away. Shit. You gave Bobo. I mean, you just look at that squad. I That's- guess sometimes. I guess sometimes when kids come in so young, you know, we have that type of league where you have two to three years to show me something. If you don't show me something, then I want to get rid of you. Not knowing that maybe that fourth year he needed that. Nah. To turn it over. This is what we were talking about earlier. Coaches league, players league. Players league, not going to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Mobile play right away. Why, we, why did we get him in the first round? Why did we make sure? We got him for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if he's good enough to go out there and showcase his skill and play, let him play. Yeah. A player's going to know that. Yeah. We're not on this stubborn ass, well, I'm a coach. I don't like rookies playing and let him play oh in second half man. only and second quarter only. I've been a part of that. Yeah. That's some bullshit. <laughs> you're right. You're, no, you're right. That's some bullshit. You're right. Then it, it, it don't make them look no better as a coach. You're still a dummy. You still don't know X's and O's because you're letting the players who can play who proven practice they deserve, you don't even give them a shot. You got this man in the G League? How? You got James Wildman in the G League? How bad? He's better than Zubach is playing, bro. Like, this is a lot of guys is like, what? The other guards like uh, Hanley, uh, Hardy, Hardy, he scored like 40-something last night. Like, why are these kids in the G League? Stop this shit. Stop this shit already. Like, your team ain't that good for that kid to be, he should be getting, but that's, the whole, the whole theory of this, 2005, 2000, you came in 2005, 2006, right? Yep. Yep. So after my rookie season, um, draft is coming up, right? This is where Yao Ming, uh, Jay Will, right? Jay Will and Dunleavy, mm-hmm. right? Top three. Golden State tells me, there's like, <clears throat> I remember Otis, he was like, uh, yeah, we're trying to get the number two pick. We need a, a guard. I just, I am the point guard. What are you talking about? I'm rookie of the month. So like, right? I'm rookie. I was rookie of the month at the end. This is what I left with, you know? And then it was like, yeah, but he's the number two pick. So I said, what if I beat him out? What if he can't beat me? They was like, he's the number two pick. Mm. Now that's cool. But mm. if he's not better than me, he gets in front of me. They said, with the number two pick in the NBA draft, he automatically gets the starting position. And I said, even if he's not better than me. I said, how do I keep my spot? They said, you're going to have to triple his production. Mm. Not double. You got to triple. triple. It has to be such a distance. And and he said this, even with a distance, you're still splitting time. Number two pick. Number two pick. 
Is that this more is, ego shit? Because they feel like they're going to look bad? Because for me, no, like, no, look, no. we got we to steal with Gil. Only going to number two, whatever you do. Think about this. It's like, it's business, but for a hooper, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. If I make 500000 and he makes $20 million, my talent has no... He getting on that court. I'm putting my $20 million in. 100%. I had that conversation. <laughs> uh, rookie transition uh, program, the RTP that we have, every rookie mm-hmm. has to go through it, right? So Dante was speaking at ours, and Dante got up there, and it was after his rookie year. And he said that, he said, I don't know if y'all think it's sweet up here, but y'all going to go through some, some shit that's going to bother you a lot. Mm-hmm. He said, you're going to be kicking... That, that dude's ass that's in front of you, you're going to be kicking every single practice. You're going to be smoking him, mm-hmm. and you're not going to see the floor. And everybody laughing, but he's straight face like, <laughs> y'all think I'm playing? Y'all think I'm playing? Like, you're going to be killing, and you're not going to see the floor, and it's going to bother you. Uh-huh. And he was like, Don't re- listen to me very carefully. He said, the reason is because that guy getting paid $15 million and you a rookie. Mm-hmm. They got to pay that man. Yeah. If he ain't on the floor, that coach is getting that earful. Coach don't want to hear that. Play the, play the young fella or play the old fella. Whoever it is to play, that's who you play. Whoever you paying, that's who you playing. Shit, I got hit with even one worse. Said, <laughs> you killing him in practice, huh? Like, hell yeah. How much you get paid for practice? <laughs> uh, I don't know how my contract works, but uh, I think zero. Exactly. I don't give a what you do to him in practice. Are you gonna are you gonna outplay him in the game? I was like, if you give me some time. <laughs> nah, nah. He he said those what, who you think you're better than gets played to perform in a game. You here to do whatever you want to do in practice, and I'm sitting here like, I, I was I got depressed. Like I ain't gonna never crack. Ish. I didn't know how to take it my rookie year because a lot of people don't know. They ain't really. It ain't. We didn't come up in the YouTube era, so it ain't a lot of like a, the low level stats that can come up or highlights, but like I used to run the second quarter. Like the second quarter was mine. Uh-huh, it was uh-huh. every single team, right? Cause I had to go against up, you guys were like, every two guard in the league was stacked. So mm-hmm. it was a hard night for me regardless, <laughs> whenever I got in. But when I got in against y'all second unit, whatever team, <laughs> oh, it was lunchtime. <laughs> I knew I had my night, or whoever I had in the starter, I knew I had, but whoever was on that bench, mm-hmm. lights yeah. out. So the second quarter was my quarter. Mm-hmm. And the coaches would hate to call my number because I was, I was so efficient with the points per minute. Like, mm-hmm. I had to get mine off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I yeah. knew, like, if I wasn't going to play the second half, I was only going to play the second quarter. So I, at one point, I averaged, like, 12, 12 points for the second quarter. And that was, like, 2006. See, that's bullshit. Yeah, I was, like, how do you I was, not, how, how does that not register? If he's scoring 12 points in a quarter, uh, Dwayne Casey was brand new as a, as a head coach coming from under Nate McMillan. I hate them. Right? Yeah. And so he had the old school mentality. And KG kind of bought into that shit, kind of pissed me off too, because he didn't trust me, right? Yeah. And he wanted to, but I wasn't spree. He mm-hmm. needed another spree, yeah. right? But I had the talent, but I was just young. He's like, I can't trust this young nigga. And, and Wally, you know, he. You was a Zerbiak. Wally, you know, he wanted to chase through. He was Clay before Clay. You know what I'm saying? Clay. Like, man, people don't know Wally was Clay before yeah. Clay. So for me to get. He chased man, that ball. What? Boy. He will take it out your hand yeah. and shoot it. Like, and so I had to find, when I was finding my niche and like really like tickets started to see 
And everybody started, Dwayne Casey just didn't know what to do, right? He didn't believe in rookies. He didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing about that. He was trying to get his thing with, with tickets. Ticket. So it was like, once you get that coach that don't understand how it is to be a player, like you can help the team win down the stretch and we get stuck down the stretch because mm-hmm. you got Trent Housel in the game. And you know what I'm saying? Like you going, you giving up another 12 points just because you will like, you know, you want to make sure ticket is good because Trenton is tickets, man. And Trenton is a defensive stopper, but not really, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, I love these. I'm just gonna, he I was my, listen, he was drafted in front of me. So I, already know, I already know you got issues. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I know Trent you had game, man. He was, he was all right, man. I mean, he was, he wasn't no goddamn Gilbert. No, 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 just they can't put the ball in the basket. They have no interest in putting the ball in the basket. When the last five minutes come in the game, right, why do I have you on the court to stop a pure offensive score, right? You're going to score zero to two points. He's going to have 10 to 14 points. How, like, that's, I need to match his score. I need to close this gap. Yep. Because on defense, if I can't shoot, what the hell are you doing on defense? Spaced out. I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, you chilling. I'm about to recharge for the second, the second attempt. I got to guard this man right here. Give it back. Give it and, back. And that's what they don't understand, that you think you're, you're getting him tired, but you're not realizing because this man cannot score the ball, wow. he, gets to, he gets to rest. Genius. He gets the rest. <laughs> this is what he think about when he playing. Yes, like, I, wanna, I ain't got to guard you. I'm about yeah, to I guard you. If I, if I want to get you tired, I need to curry. Run him. Run around. Get him tired. Of, like, yeah, he going to post him up. On offense, I want him to run through these screens. Let him hit some of these screens. Mm-hmm. So that's his. That's the defense. The defense is not putting him on some guy who just sits in a corner. And I don't really got to. I ain't got to do wow. nothing. You guard, you're guarding your own self at this point. So it's like when teams do that. Like I remember, like even with our Lakers, you got three people on there that don't shoot the ball. Come on, man. That means we have two offensive players playing against five defensive players. How? It's no sense. It's the wrong player coach. It's the wrong player coach, though. You know what time it is. You got you to step into the fold. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Rashad, I want to ask you, how tough is that going from being, being a man of UNC, winning a national championship, now you got to come to the league and really trying to earn it again, playing on the squad with Kevin Garnett. Obviously, it's his team. 
and trying to earn his loyalty, his trust, that, that you could be out there on the floor with him? Um, it was more winning about, you know, for me, it was how we wanted Carolina and the mentality we had, right? Coming into the league and starting that over, just kind of like leaving high school to college. Yeah. You finding out it's kind of done a different way. You're like, damn, I don't you gotta do that much in here. We ain't gotta do shit. Okay, cool. You get to the league, you're like, man, we gotta do everything on your own. Like, you gotta get your work in. Yeah. Like, ain't, like, it's up to you. First thing I learned was it was a man's league. So all they kept saying, it's a man's league, youngin. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't, we, we ain't tolerating none of this crybaby. We ain't babysitting you. You learn the plays, you don't get them wrong, you don't play. Get your schemes right, mm-hmm. learn, learn, learn everything. So Ticket became the homie right away. So uh, he took me under his wing, showed me everything. Um, man, I got to really let loose because of Ticket, you know, his, his personality mm-hmm. is one that people don't understand, right? Because he go off on the hinges all the time. He high energy all the time. But, you know, he told me the secret to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, once you start something, you can't tone it down. You got to be consistent. Mm -hmm. So being able to see him react and do and talk shit and do all that, and that's how I played. And so it brought a lot of that out on me. So when I checked in the game, I was bumping yeah, foul right here. I got my first one. I got six more. Five more. I got five more. Like, that was my whole thing. Whoever I was guarding, I wanted them to know, like, I got to make a name for myself, right? And I got to let the referees know how I'm going to play ball on the um, defensive side. And I got to let these, these dudes that's guarding me know, hey, when I'm in the game, ain't no rest for you. This ain't no rest if you down here torture him. You come down here on me. Oh, it's, it's up. It's up. I'm going at your neck. So uh, that was always my mentality. And Going from college to pro was literally like a wake-up call from basketball to business. You learn it's a business. It's not, it's not the game that you played, that you love, that you grew up. You learn that you cannot play because you don't come in here and shake this person's hand mm-hmm. or you don't smile or you're not participating in this NBA cares or just like things that could pile up to things. It's like, well, he's not really engaging. He don't smile much. The guys really don't interact with him. So you got to kind of play both games. You got to be the locker room guy. You got to be the community guy. You got to learn what the game is being played. Because a lot of times the guys will say, man, you got to play the game. Play the game within the game. And you ask, well, what, the, what the hell is the game? And everybody give you the same answer. Like, you know, you know, you know, you know the game, man. You just, I, no, I don't. No. So you wait till you, you know, 20 years down the line, and you're sitting there and you're looking like, so this is the game. That was the game. That's all I had to do. Shut the shit up. Yeah. Just shut up. No. Just shut up and collect your bread and, and the, do your thing. On the certain teams, right? So I remember, I remember watching your swag and attitude, right? And it's only, it's only great when you're winning, right? When you're winning, he's a winner. <laughs> he's a winner. He has the winning spirit, attitude, mm-hmm. the winning spirit. Like when you're on the losing team and you got a bunch of losers on your team, a bunch of people who don't know how to work, wow. it rubs them the wrong way. Wow, bro. Oh, he's just a bad attitude. He's a bad apple. He wants to come in and work early. He wants to come in and take extra shots. He's telling me I ain't passing the ball enough. He's telling me I ain't playing defense. I don't want to play with this guy. What? Think about Jimmy Butler. 
bad locker room guy in Chicago, bad locker room game, uh, guy in Minnesota. Now he's a hell of a player in Miami. How? How does it change? Oh, because that's a winning program. That's what they want. That's what they want. Yes, you got to remember, lazy don't want to be told they're lazy. Accountability. They, we don't want to be accountable. I'm not even going to lie. Anything in life. Listen, anything. Listen, anything. If there's 400 players, bro, if there's 400 players, 400 don't really want to be accountable if you to try to put them accountable for something. Like if I shot the ball 30 times, I know I shot the ball 30 times. Don't tell me don't I shot the ball. <laughs> don't tell me I shot the I remember ball every 30, I, I, every single one. I remember where I shot them. I remember I looked you up, but don't tell me I did that. You hurt my feelings. Because like you, you're making me feel like I'm human when I have this, this, this when you feel like you goaded. You got to remember, when you're, in the, when you're in the sport, when you're in the locker room, it's, we're animals. Yes. This, is, this is the jungle. So the way I walk in here, the way I talk in here, the way I move in here, I'm moving in this motherfucker a certain way for a reason, mm. right? So what happens is if you got, a bunch of, you got a bunch of players that think they're lions, but they're really gazelles, the gazelles team up. <laughs> ah, we don't, we don't like them. Ah, ah, come on, we don't, you'll see, we don't hang out with them because y'all don't want to work out. So why the am I going to pass y'all the ball, shake y'all hands and shit when you, you come in? What the Dude, I ain't shaking his hand. I'm a oh, little. man. It's not like I have a bad attitude. I know his work ethic. That work ethic. Let him keep walking. But that's. Bro, well, I got to ask both of you. Am I right, though? Bro, listen. Because this I seen. Gospel. This is gospel. No, it's for, I seen it. That's why I was like, yo, he has a winning attitude. Like, I, like I don't want him guarding me. <laughs> I, call, I call it prodigy shit, bro, because only a real gamer can talk about it from that perspective. Like, you've had to have had pressure on you to be able to talk about it from a perspective of, I know it's on me. I know it's on me. I'm goaded for a reason. I ain't, I'm not the guy that's trying to be the goat. I'm trying to be the goat herder. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell the goats where to go. Y'all follow me, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Be the leader of the leaders, mm -hmm. right? And be able to have that is like, to know like, you've been here. We've been here. We've been at the top. We always had the skill set that everybody respect. And everybody's like, hey man, that's one of them ones. Like, he understand it. Mm -hmm. He understand how it's supposed to be done. You come in here and you lock in. And there's only a few of them that can actually lock okay. in and be like, yeah, this, this, this is not only the night, but every night is the night whenever I want it to be, right? Mm -hmm. But it's the, it's the camaraderie. How does the locker room feel about that energy when you're losing? Are you, when you lose by 30 and Kobe has 60 and anybody, I feel any smile around energy <laughs> in the locker room, I'm done. Cause yeah. he's not even smiling. He had sixty. He, he, he mad that they that we gave up. Yeah, yeah. Kobe like, man, they gave up too early. I could have had ninety yeah. on them. If yeah. I'd have known that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'd have known that. And I'm over here like, I only got to guard him six times, but he scored once. Coach, leave me in a little bit longer. Mm. Let me get some more see, of that. But see, that's, I want that. I want some more of that. See, so, but that's accountability. I want to ask both y'all. You said 400 players in the league, right? How many guys do you think are actually winners? And I'm not talking about winners by association because they play on winning teams where they're, they're led by these, these go-level guys like you, you're talking you, about. How many, how, what percentage of the you, league you, do you actually feel like is winners? It's hard to really know until you get inside that locker room 
Because you got to remember, there's a guy who's on the last team in the NBA who can't sleep at night because of what's going on. It's so bad. He's cr- he cringes like it hurts. You got to remember, you've been on a team. Y'all lost by 30. Then they're like, yeah, uh, we going to go to, yeah, I'm going to be at the Western Day. Meet me at the hotel. You got those guys, right? And then you got guys who's sitting there like irritated, like, but if I say something, they're going to find me. They're going to kick me off the Man. team. You got to remember, you got to remember, that's a winning attitude. He's just not in the winning situation, mm-hmm. right? So his, his attitude comes off bad to the rest of this group. Absolutely. He is getting tricked. The winder is being moved. We don't want this guy. We want everybody here to be comfortable. Yep. Right? So it's really hard, it's really hard to know until you go into a locker room and watch a game, watch a team lose, and then look at the locker room and see what happens. Mm. Right? Because you can have a guy who's out there averaging 30. That's just his gift. He don't really give about the winner, not. Yeah, he's not a winner. That's he what I'm he just won, but he, he can win. They, you can be a, this winner's on championship team. That nigga ain't no winner. He's just on a team on that, a that team. was just great. Yep. yep. He, yep. The, the team was just great. He was part of the greatness of that team. But as a winner, mm, winner is willing to get better, willing to push, push the mediocre guys to get better. So we would say Draymond Green is a winner. Winner. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Patrick Beverly, that's a winner. Jimmy yeah. Butler, that's a winner. When you're talking about certain type of winning. You know why, though? They have the veteran spirit mm-hmm. of a real vet, right? You look at how the vets came in and they gave you that accountability, mm-hmm. right? Young fella, you got to play the game the right way. Don't f*** the game, the game. Yeah. Is, you know what I'm saying? Do it right, right? So you got your veteran spirit. That's the Pat Beverly's, the, the mm-hmm. Draymond Green's, where it's accountability mm-hmm. first. Like, I'm going to yell at you, Steph. Like you, you should yell at me, right? Don't don't not yell at me because I'm the verbal one, mm-hmm. and I'm always verbal. I took on that on like early on in college of being the verbal talk on defense guy. You talk on defense, everybody assume you're the leader because mm-hmm. you're the only one talking. Nobody like to talk on defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody like. But if you're the only one, I got help. I got this. They like he must be the guy. Mm-hmm. He talking to the refs. He talking to everybody. But that's where you assume that veteran role, that energy of man. Let me tell y'all how to do this. This is how mm-hmm. we're gonna do. We're gonna huddle up. We're gonna call this play before we call the play. We're gonna run this shit. We're gonna give it the counter to Gilbert. And, all right, one, two, three, let's go. Mm-hmm. It's the energy. It's like everybody now, if we get down, we need to come pump us up. Yeah. We need that, 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 yeah, that yeah. energy. That's that leadership. And every team in the NBA lack that because, one, they don't want the vets to come around and teach the game the right way. But then, two, it's just the lack of accountability. When you can go out there and turn the ball over and nobody say nothing to you because of who you are, like, Durant, LeBron, all like you shouldn't Westbrook. You shouldn't have possessions where somebody go back door and you just standing there like a cinder block, and then they lay that thing up and it's just like nobody saying nothing. Ain't no timeout. Y'all ain't going heavy. Yeah. Ain't nobody saying nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just like it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But we lose by four, yeah. and you did that twice, and then nobody saying that. We lost by four. You got two bad defensive possessions. Mm-hmm. You supposed to be all defense. Yeah. You got to make it make sense to me. So I always look at it like the veteran spirit now is lessened because they won't let the vet stay in the game long enough to show these players the accountability. Like, yo, you got to have discipline. You good. You talented. But you don't know how to play. Is it because the, they make too much money? 
in his ego. So, like, take, you remember when Haslam and Jimmy Butler got into that, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. what if Haslam was on a team like the Pelicans and that was like BJ or Zion Williams? He gone. Yeah. No more bread for you. Has him gone. Yeah. No. Because that team ain't built like that yet. Yeah. People don't realize we're not talking about. See, before before you got here, before you came into the NBA, my draft was the high school draft, right? Yeah. That was the first of a group of high school. So those first 10, 12 picks, then 19. The average the average age is like 19 and a half, mm. right? Before that, you're talking about 21, 22-year-old guys, 20-year-old guys coming into the NBA. So usually it was one young player on a team where that one person, right, that, that Kobe Bryant has to be this, this yeah. you know what I mean? Yep, yep. You know, so he has to adult fast. Real fast. He don't have no, he can't play the young card. When I came in, it's me, Jason Richardson, Troy Murphy. The next year, Dunleavy and Yuri. So there's out of out of 15 guys, six of them are under the age of 20. 20. Man. So that's a whole different that's a whole different locker room. Don't tell me shit. You can a veteran can't tell me shit. Nothing. Go get some cookies. Fuck you in them cookies. <laughs> like, real quick, real quick. Like, like you gotta remember, my first year beat up. Second year, more young, you can't tell that shit. Ain't nobody getting no goddamn cookies for you, boy. But, but that's what ends up happening. There's so many young kids in the NBA that you don't want to be a veteran. Oh, man. What you going to tell them? Hey, come on, hey, young man, shut your old ass up. You already know. We, we did it. But I couldn't wait to be a vet. I know. The way they treated me, I couldn't wait to be a vet. I was like, I can't wait to make this so much hell on the next. Ooh, you going to hate me. But then, but then they deal with one of us, a hard-headed person who don't want to listen because we didn't want to listen. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the unfortunate part about it because it's like I think it's something that they should go through, especially like the small hazing part because it lets you know that the vets care. Like, like we care about you, young fella, but look, go get all of those balls. Go, hey, everybody <laughs> kick the balls in the Keep balls in the stands. Go get them all. Bring them back down. Go get them all. We're going to do little stuff to you to make you mad, but that's showing that's tough love. Yeah. That's really what I felt from 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 my experience was like they accepted me once I passed the test. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, young fella ain't one of those that is going to refuse it uh-huh. and make it hard on us. Like, hey, young fella, when we tell you go do something, uh-huh. you better go do it. We're not going to whoop your ass or nothing, but look, we're going to blackball you. Uh-huh. Like, you're not coming with us to eat on the trips. Bruh. You're not getting the lobs from the big jump. Like, I got a lot of lobs <laughs> for just, you know, doing my part. Like, hey, go get the condoms, go, you know, go get the go get the beer, go get the go get the pizza, go. Yeah. All right, I got you. The, all ticket morning was donuts in the morning. Yeah. Bring the donuts, young, and don't forget them. Don't, don't, yeah. He didn't even eat them. Didn't, didn't even eat them. He threw them away. He literally got them and threw them every morning. He threw them all away. Does like, somebody a, have a donut? No. Can somebody have a donut? Gee, can somebody have a donut? What? Nobody. Here, hey, don't y'all touch some donuts. God damn it. Move, 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 move. Throwing them shits away. What it is, he gave, he gave him a responsibility. He gave him an assignment, a responsibility. I want to see if he can complete this. This is, you got to remember, there's games that we play with each other 
that seems like it has nothing to do with nothing, but it does. I'm telling, I'm giving him a job, one job, get the donuts every morning, That's right? It. I want to see, if I ask him 82 times, I want to see if he does it 82 times. If he can do it 82 times, I can trust his work ethic. I it, can trust him. Was it a particular donut order? Was it just a hodgepodge? Regular glazed Krispy Kreme. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, In he the morning, 8 a.m. Yeah. though, fresh off the joint. He knew if I cheated, I got cheated a couple times. And they weren't warm? No, I, I got them the night before. Okay. And the, and the, and the glaze dripped off of it, <laughs> right? So it wasn't like fresh Look glaze. Good. And he opened the box. <laughs> he opened the box and he, he went crazy, man. Like, ticket is a crate, but like that. Once you pass that threshold, like I seen that he opened up his Rolodex for me. Mm -hmm. like, he opened up his, like I can trust young fella, like come to the crib, yep. like we're going out, you know, meet me here. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm the buddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, when you feel that, it's like I did pass the test. I'm, I'm whatever you need, take it. I'm the little bodyguard. Yeah, I'm, yeah, little, yeah. I'm little Marlo with the Jones. Like, what's up? What, what we need? What we but going? People don't no autograph. He ain't getting no autograph. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> listen, play, people, before NBA security got into the NBA, a teammate was the bodyguard. 100%. That's real. Now, think about it. How can I trust just any old teammate if I didn't put him through shit? How do I know he's a rider if I didn't put him through shit? So if I'm going to the club and somebody try to stick me up, is this man gonna run? I done tested him all year. I know he ain't gonna run now. We come are. on, come on, young fella. Hey, hold my jewelry. Got yeah, this bag full of money. Man, you we remember? literally there thinking like we gotta protect Gil. And if it ain't a we, it's a I got to. It's a all right. Ain't I, even having no fun. No fun. Like literally, it's the night I'm choosing. I'm like, man, it's some bad ones in here. But I know if I'm off tilt and I miss the shot, he gonna be pissed. He ain't never gonna party with me. He never gonna call me. I gotta be on my ten toes. Like especially with like a nigga like Ticket. Like he was always precise, strategic. Yep. You know, it was never like he wanted to be out in the public and it was always duck off. Uh -huh. So I made sure like, you know, I was always ahead of him. Uh, two, one or two steps, like, nah, we got that. Nah, it's all good. I done already peaked a little situation. We good. <laughs> I done made sure ain't nobody out here taking, we good, we good. So that gave it, you know, the other sense of trust for him, like, yo, I can show you the world now. I can show mm -hmm. you how we do on the off season. Like, yeah, this how you move this way. This is you need to count. You need to get this. You need a manager. You need. Yeah. It was like, yo, that's what the NBA brotherhood that you can feel when you top tier or trying to get to that level. A lot of guys don't be understanding. They might not know my name and those lights, but I was next up. I got pushed out. So all the things that Gil know as far as being an all star. All of the, mm -hmm. if there's a line for that, you put in a line and there's an expectation. Sometimes you get knocked off that line mm -hmm. because that expectation is now out the window. It's unreachable. Mm -hmm. But at one point you was climbing that ladder and you was trying to get to that next level. And everybody that you look like, I look at CP, I look at Carmelo. These are guys in my class. Amari is my class. I'm like, man, I was right there with them. I was right there with, I messed it up. Mm -hmm. I'm accountable for, for my mistakes. Every
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.